0: Hey, this is James Ellis from the Talent Cast Podcast, and you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, which I guess is your choice. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news,
1: rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. oh yeah oh not so loud dude i got a headache my bad my bad hey gang the liver assault continues as we head to hr tech in vegas this week welcome to the chad and cheese podcast hr's most dangerous and apparently thirstiest i'm your co-host joel cheeseman and i'm chad keep it down so wash (laughs) on this week's show nuvu (laughs) makes it rain eh Uncommon slips into the Deadpool, and Mickey D's is now serving jobs with those fries, maybe. Alexa, we have a problem. Grab a McOrange. We'll be right
2: back. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign software, so human, you'll want to take it to dinner.
0: Spent some time. <laughs> spent some time with uh, Robert Ruff uh, this week, CEO right? CEO
1: of our buddies at That's Sovereign. Right.
0: Those guys are—they're just. Fucking smart. I mean, that's all I can say. You see all these companies that go out there and they just try to squeeze people. And, yep. and that generally doesn't work long term. These guys have a solid, it's solid tech. Don't get me wrong. But the, the way that they do business is pretty
1: legit. I, I enjoy it. They quintessentially, quietly grow organically. Yeah. Uh, they don't they don't puff their chest all that much ever. Um, they just do it right, man. They just in the shadows, uh, provide a good service, make money. Good stuff. It was good to see Robert. We'll see them at uh, HR Tech where bourbon will be on, on the uh, table. So uh, we'll hopefully see we have goes. some pappy stowed away for Chad and cheese. <laughs> yeah, we, we pushed him for a little higher quality this year. We'll see oh, what but
0: happens. Yeah, coming back from TA Tech, dude, Austin, food, music, and bats. And my, yeah. my, my liver fucking hates me right now.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of glad I left uh, when I did right about now. you were you were there with family and uh, I'm assuming drank the whole weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, we drank all weekend. I mean, there are many places in the US where you can get great food. One of them yeah. is Austin. It just the it's it's kind of like the weird, cool atmosphere, amazing music. They have this whole bats thing. Like every night, Uh right at sunset, over a million bats uh, under one bridge launch. So everybody comes to see that and get all fucking weirded out and shit. Um, It was just really weird, really cool. Craft beer scene is awesome, which we we found out uh, one of the mom and pop uh, brewery uh, during our brew review. With, uh, yeah. with our friends over at This Way Global. It's not a travel agency. <laughs> not a travel agency. But big thanks uh, again to David from Assess First, Brian from Pez.ai, Aaron over at Job.com, and Anoop from Seekout for having the balls to get on stage in front <laughs> of judges like Quincy Valencia from Alexander yep. Man Solutions. Cindy Sanye from Tauru, I actually had to pull her back. Man, she was like she was like a pit bull. I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> she was. Pit bull and sneakers. Then Robert Ruff, who we just talked about from Sovereign, he had yeah. the one, the 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 single word question. Blockchain. Yeah. And then, then he kind of made a sound after that. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> and then and then you and me, right? So there were five of us uh and it was just yep. it was a blast. So um congrats to Anoop over at Seekout. Uh we're gonna have all of those pitches packaged up and they're gonna come out as their own individual podcasts. Again, you know, the guys uh over at job.com, Pez.ai, assess first and seek out, you'll be able to hear those and it was a, it was a fun time.
1: Yep. And don't forget Andrea who was our winner in Lisbon. Yes. uh from earlier this year. Uh <laughs> we're giving away now the champion chain. Yes. Uh, this is a gold chain, not real gold because we're not that rich. It's a uh, pseudo gold, but it is heavy and not cheap. It feels real. Yeah, this thing is ten, you know, ten pounds or so. So we we crowned <laughs> Andrea, who was there with the chain, and a noob. What a great like coincidence that he was wearing a boxer's robe. Yes, that he was able to sport the chain. That's we'll be right. posting that on on the socials on yep. the website at chatcheese.com. Um, As usual, all had a great time deathmatch. We'll do it again next year. Oh yeah. Well and Andrea,
0: she didn't go back to Ireland. She was actually going to to Vegas and she only okay. had carry on. And she was like, I don't know if this thing'll fit in my carry-on. I was like, You're going to <laughs> Vegas. You're in just Austin. Wear just wear it. And then just tell them, Oh, I'm going to Vegas. And then like put it in the bin and whatnot. Hell yeah. Uh, so
1: <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah, no, Vegas, you're good. And by the way, Andrea is this, I don't know, five four, you know, with heels on. I mean, she's a she's yeah. not you know, this thing is, it would look large on us. It looks especially large <laughs> on a, uh, a, a fairly petite uh, woman. Um, yes. Keeping yes. on with the shout outs. Uh, you mentioned Brew Review, but uh, this is coming out soon. Give everybody a heads up. Uh, we tested four beers, uh, Micro Brew in, in Austin. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, so that's releasing coming out uh, this week, I think. And uh, This Way Global will also be at HR Tech. Uh, I think yes. 1953 is their booth, if my memory is is good enough. Go check them out at 1953. They're also going to be uh, at, at Pitchfest, I think one of eight companies that are going to be doing that. So hats off to them. I know they're excited. Uh, go check them out.
0: Yeah, and also big shout out to the entire 10 guy team, Charlotte, Elon, and Sinashaw, who were decked out in their Chad and Cheese t-shirts at TA Tech. Looking good. Tim Meehan from Pontoon was sporting his Chad and Cheese T. And I gotta yeah. say, emissary.ai, uh, they've got their money's worth out of these t-shirts, man. And we still have more to give away this week at HR Tech.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. That's it's a good shirt. People look good in it. It's uh it's nice. Uh shout out to our buddy Chris Dunn who Ooh, had yeah. released a book, The Nine Faces of HR. Sounds a little bit, uh, I don't know, scandalous. It's, uh, you know, Nine Faces. <laughs> who knows? All right, so check that out. I have not read it, but if Chris is behind it, I'm sure it's a stellar read.
0: Remember the Faces of Death uh, movies? Oh, yeah, used of course. <laughs>
1: 70s and 80s classic, man. It wasn't at Blockbuster. It was no. at like the local, uh, you know, riffraff video store. A lot of people don't know what this is. It, it was this video of people dying. And it was well, totally it was not just up.
0: a video, it was a series. Faces was, of Death, yeah. one, two. I mean, they just kept going. So this is Chris Dunn's version Chris, uh, Faces of <laughs> HR nine. Death, the nine faces of HR. <laughs>
1: What do you remember is like the creepiest death in the in the movie? Or oh, whatever there series. were just
0: really some creepy, nasty, horrible shit. Like there, I, where I stopped watching the series, yeah, is somewhere like in Malaysia or something like that. They had this monkey. Yeah, the restaurant. Yeah, at a restaurant. And what it was is that you ate fresh monkey brains, but you had to kill the monkey right in front of you. And, dude, I mean, I just I was like, I started. This can't be real. It was real. At that point, I stopped watching. I just I couldn't do it anymore. It was bad. See, when you're a human being and you're dying just because you're a fucking idiot, that's one thing. Kind of like the Darwin Awards. But that kind of shit. Yeah,
1: the, the monkey brains was definitely fucked up. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Like the dude falling in the alligator pit, like that's just stupid (laughs) human shit. Uh, but the monkey didn't hurt anybody. Like, you know, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get off of uh, memory lane and uh, our demented childhood, uh, yeah, <clears throat> and get back to uh, shout out.
0: Shout out to Kelly, Darren, and Alistair. They just took Content App AI is now rebranded as pager.co. P A I G E R. Right? P A I G E P a i g e r P a i g e r dot c o. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and from what I'm hearing, they're giving out free demos.
1: I didn't know. I didn't didn't realize. That's funny. Uh, Yeah. They don't do free demos. Every demo is free. Anyway, um, I didn't realize they had so many recruiters using their service. Good for them.
0: Yeah. Great. If you guys haven't seen the product, check it out. It's again, p a i g e r dot I use it and it is like amazing because it just sends you content that is pretty much curated for you. But it sends it to you via text. And if you want to send it out via your socials, you just set up your, you set up your uh, different social media accounts Mm -hmm. and choose the, uh, choose the ones yes or no. Um, Send me another one, whatever it is, but you do it via SMS, right? So you're not having to go to another platform or anything like that is really easy, cool. And I actually find a lot of shit that I wouldn't have found before. Well, there you go. Seal of approval from
1: Chad for Patreon, I love it, dude. Yeah.
0: I like ease of use. All right. Are we done with shout outs? One more. This we is hilarious. All right. no A thing. very close source, very close source to Indeed tells me that uh, Indeed marketing hates us. And uh, I, I thought about it really hard. And I said, you, you know, we haven't said anything bad about Indeed marketing, have we? I can't. I can't. I can't personally remember. Oh, they hate us. Yeah, they hate okay. us. Chad and cheese. Okay. So I don't Fair understand because, well. I mean, we don't talk shit about mar- Indeed,
1: marketing. Do we? I mean, we might have. <laughs> I'm sure that we do. Okay, we've hated on their commercials before. Which, by the way, I don't mind their new commercials. They're pretty good. Like the 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 app. Uh-huh. Like you know, the kid who gets a job and his his parents look at his phone. And it's like, oh, you have three interviews scheduled. They're much better ads recently. So we haven't really talked about those. But to say something nice about Indeed marketing, the new ads, pretty good. Indeed has much. Bigger issues than us <laughs> talking about. I know, which travel. is what really surprised me.
0: Events. So, Chad and Cheese Travel, sponsored by Shaker Recruitment Advertising. That's right. Trains, planes, automobiles, Powered by Shaker. buzz, all that sponsored
1: by Shaker. Thanks so much. Shout out! Shout out to Joey Jr., whose Cubs will not be in Ooh. the playoffs this year. Uh, nor will my Cleveland Indians. So I feel you, brother. It's all good. Stake to the heart. Uh, we're going to be at HR Tech, as we said, this week
0: on stage in the expo hall two days in a row. This one is brought to you by our friends at Love Job it. Case. That's right. 70% of people are not, not on LinkedIn. You know where they where they probably are? They're on their way to Job Case. That's
1: what they're doing. I see them in the street right now. There they go. Josh, <laughs> no. Hey, guys. Upcase. Have fun. It's
0: that way. Yeah, Boston's that <laughs> yeah. way.
1: Boston is east. Yeah, go that way.
0: Check out the expo hall agenda. I think we're like on the Tech Connect stage or something like that. Wednesday at 15 Thursday at eleven fifteen. And hopefully, I won't be dead by then, and my liver hasn't shut down. Yep.
1: And if we're not there, we'll be at Sovereign having bourbon probably. <laughs> <laughs> That help us. It's nice that we're having a, a good break after this one. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, and before we go to where? Paris. France. France. Francia.
0: Yep. October 22nd, Smashfly is uh, sponsoring our little soiree <laughs> over in Paris on the uh on the influencer stage at the Paris Convention Center. We're gonna have Chris Ray, group Head of Recruitment from Sansbury's, Adam Yearsley, Global Head of Talent Management from Red Bull, and then Brandy Ellis, uh, Head of Recruitment Marketing from the Smash Fly. So that's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. Red Bull gives you wings. Did you know that? I guess we'll figure that out, won't we? I like it. I like it.
1: Then we get to go to beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona for the uh, ISIMS meeting in November. And to round out the year, unless something else comes up, mm-hmm. uh, TalentNet live in Dallas. Uh, a lot of people know Craig Fisher out there, yep. recruiting icon. Uh, Dallas has a great recruiting community. Charney's out there. Uh, I'm blanking on people, but Kerry Corbin's out there like a lot of people. Recruiting uh, that people will know will be there. And uh, so looking forward to, I guess, ending our travel tour uh, for 2019 in Dallas, December 6th. What, what
0: exactly are we doing out there? Do we have any idea yet? We're doing the show. Are we doing yeah, we're the gonna show? Do a
1: show? Yeah, we'll do a live show. Should probably We should probably take requests from the listeners. That's the last show of the year. We could do a a holiday, you know, (laughs) finale, have people's wish list. What are they going to ask for?
0: Here comes Santa cheese. Here comes Santa cheese. Right down Santa cheese lane.
1: (laughs) Santa cheese. I like that. That's good. I like that. Yeah. And the way my waist is expanding, I'm almost there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> on to the topics
1: oh god let's do this thing all right new Vue. yes hope i'm saying that right french canadian company out of montreal <laughs> uh was in the news recently raised a whopping 53 million in canadian which if you're doing the calculation is 40 million u.s dollars which is still nothing to sneeze at that's right i mean the, come on people that's chatbot money for god's sakes <laughs>
0: So when this came out, it was funny. An analyst, uh, I was actually having a conversation with another analyst, and mm-hmm. and he was like, "What's all the hubbub about NuVu?" And then I asked him these questions. I said, "Okay, how much money is Indeed pulling in? Number one. Number two, who is Indeed's competition in that specific space? Right. And number three, how many companies flat out hate Indeed and are looking for an exit?" There's your answer.
1: There's your answer. There's your answer. You know, I was surprised. Uh, they Michael O'Dell, who's the, um, the U.S. operations head, I guess. Love O'Dell. Also industry uh, long timer. He, he showed me some data that showed Nuvu traffic surpassing uh, CareerBuilder fairly recently uh, in America. Now, I know we dog on CareerBuilder. They're definitely on the way of the shrinkage <laughs> issues. But, I mean, that's still... That's still a nice little milestone uh, to make. If I'm an investor, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, hey, Indeed is yeah. worth how much? Um, okay, I'll throw in a few million to this other vertical job search engine thingy. If it's just a tenth of what, you know, Indeed <laughs> is worth, I'm going to make a hell of a lot of money. So uh, it, it certainly makes sense from an investment standpoint. Now, whether or not Nuvu can you know brand itself well enough around the world, uh, build its product, make it better, um, really cut through the clutter will be uh, will be interesting, and we will be watching. But good luck to them because the market needs alternatives.
0: Oh God, yeah. Well, and bringing bringing guys like Odell in. I mean, you know, he's been around this space for a while. So for sure. one of the problems that we have is when you start building teams teams with really successful individuals who are not from this industry. So they really don't know where all the the, the potholes and and really the pitfalls are. Mm-hmm. Odell knows, right? So that, I love that. I love that they're actually looking for people who are steeped in this industry that know what's going on. They have their connections. So, you know, good luck to those guys, because again, even if you do play second fiddle to Indeed, that's still a hell of a lot of cash. Uh, and it was funny at the end of the conversation with, uh, with with my buddy he'd said, okay so what I'm hearing is because they're Canadian and they're coming to the US they're they're just the much nicer indeed, the more well-mannered <laughs> indeed. I'm like, yeah, you could you could definitely say that. They're not assholes. That's for sure.
1: I, I'm sensing a t-shirt idea in the works. I hope, I hope Michael's listening. By the way, to, talking about quality people, uh, we'll get to this story later, but a lot of good salespeople are on the market now uh, from job boards.
0: Maybe they're just going to Alexa or Google Assistant and saying, hey, yep. Find me a job because that's where McDonald's feels everybody should be going.
1: I, I don't think you can order an, a cheeseburger at, on Alexa, but you can now, <laughs> uh, powered by Paradox, apply for a job. <clears throat> now, on its face, um, this is super impressive. Um, I mean, I've I've been talking about this for a while. I'm sure you have um, as well. Oh, yeah. But to be able to voice search, you know, hey, Alexa, I want to apply for a job at McDonald's. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, great. Okay. What's your name? How old are you? Can you drive? Da, 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 whatever those questions are. And then those become an actual application that goes into McDonald's. And then you get a call back, or maybe you actually schedule an interview through Alexa. So, on its face, this was really exciting. Um, But as some some people started to dig into it, (laughs) it was a little less. Sort of less exciting. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I received an email from a listener across the pond. It was hilarious, and here's here's the emails. Uh, a couple of series of email. Have you used this yet? What a pile of horseshit! You go through all of the effort to get sent a text with a link to a US only job board. So bad. Hmm. It asked me which country I was in. In German language first, I think this person is not in Germany. Then I said UK. Then it sent me a link to the U.S. site for fuck's sake.
1: Yep. Yep. (laughs) And we had, uh, so we had AIM group. Yeah. Yeah who's probably the the best vendor industry industry news source. So they did a search in Portland, Oregon uh, that was unsuccessful. Um, the Alexa came back and said, uh, McDonald's is not supported in your area. Near Orlando, Florida, where they tested it, uh, Alexa said, welcome to McDonald's apply through uh, and added that in order to apply, we would have to supply our first name and phone number, da, 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 da. Do you agree? So at least in Orlando, it looks like the process works. Now, if if in the US i have neither alexa or google so i can't do this but if you if you go through the apply section and then they just text you a link to go to a webpage that obviously sucks but look every rookie quarterback sucks in their first game everybody gets better companies iterate so you know you have a lot of moving parts politically here mcdonald's wants one thing paradox wants another Compromise happens. Technology is limited. Hopefully, they'll figure this shit out. I hope that they, or at least someone else, figures this out in a way that doesn't send you back to a web page or go to the store and fill out an application yeah. or some other antiquated um, process.
0: Okay, this is exactly why you do not launch shit because it can affect your brand negatively, affect your brand if you're sending people. To sites around the world, or it doesn't matter. Even saying that you know a, a brand like McDonald's is not supported in your area—that is fucking ridiculous. And we had this discussion. It was a discussion slash kind of argument with Quincy Valencia, the queen of chatbots, where she just said, "Hey, look, you don't
1: put shit out there." And we talked about this. And I, I think I think everyone has a certain level of uh, I don't know patience with new technology. Um, so i tend to look at stuff and go okay well they'll figure it out you tend to have less patience it could sour people on this. I so i i do i do agree that if you're a mcdonald's people have an expectation that shit's going to work or at least there's a promise there that should be fulfilled yeah um whereas paradox doesn't have the same sort of expectations so i agree that that there's pr- some misalignment um probably with what a user expects certainly a kid who's 18 does not expect to, like, get a text message and then go to a website. Like, they do not expect that at all. They expect, talk to me like a person – take my information and then have McDonald's call me or text me back, a scheduled interview or whatever. So the expectations are probably not aligned. Um, and hopefully they'll figure that out. Well, the, the
0: kid doesn't know who paradox is. And I don't give a fuck who paradox oh, is. No, but sure. here's the thing. McDonald's know who's, knows who paradox is. And if they're saying all this shit and it's all fucked up paradox or McDonald's might not know who paradox is very long. Just because somebody is throwing money at you, you just can't put shit out. Right. Right. Yeah, I totally get it. But you've got to remember that brand means something to that company. And if it is tarnishing their brand, it's a very... Very easy way to not just lose that one
1: huge fucking client, but to use a ton of other clients. Yeah. And it, it would have been prudent to test this on a few areas first. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, apparently there was, I mean, PR nationwide on this. And of course, we picked it up and a lot of people picked it up. So it, it wasn't even built as, hey, this is sort of a quiet launch in Atlanta or Toledo or something, this was like, it's global and we're ready to go. And there's McDonald's everywhere and Alexa's everywhere. And this thing is working. So yeah, they, they probably took some missteps with the promotion of it. Take a page out of Google's
0: book, Put beta on the fucking thing. You saw how Burger King launched the Impossible Burger just in St. Louis, which had, I think, like 60 stores or something like that. So, I mean, that's what you should have actually talked about, launching the test and then setting the expectation as opposed to going, ah, it's ready. I can't wait. Ask
1: Alexa or Google for a job and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely they definitely should have known that when they launched this, like a lot of people were gonna go, hey Alex, I want a job at McDonald's just to see what the hell was gonna happen. At least from what we've heard, the preparation for that wasn't uh wasn't awesome. And Paradox knows better. They just got so excited, I guess. <laughs> just, so excited. Just, just like Second Life. Yeah, okay. So excited. So excited. Yeah. Second Life Islands, so excited. <laughs> let's get a word from Canvas as I get hungry and hungrier for lunch, and uh, we'll talk about some employer brand shit. Sound good? Excellent.
2: Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform, empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video, or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io, and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text, At the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent.
0: Got to get a date with Amon Brar, the first winner of deathmatch, so that he can get his bling.
1: He's going to look good in a champion chain deathmatch chain or whatever the fuck we're calling it i like it he's sort of a mac daddy motherfucker anyway <laughs> uh put a big ass gold rope on him man it's it's gonna be lights out as far as i'm concerned he's already
0: legit this is just gonna put the stamp on it
1: for sure For show sure. employment brand we got a lot of shit going on there uh nike first no, let's go with Burger King first because right, th- th- King this first. makes my soul feel good. So, it makes my stomach growl too.
0: Yeah, God Burger King does this cool fucking marketing campaign. It's called a day without Whopper. So Burger King uh, took a day away. They're not selling their Whopper for a day to support proceeds of McDonald's Big Mac sales being donated what? to support child cancer research. Uh. So I mean. This, much like, much like cornering, kind of like the impossible burger, this is a cult brand move. It's like, look, there's something bigger than us. There's something bigger Uh than hamburgers. There's something bigger than competition. And in a marketing campaign, actually shows two hands holding it's the Burger King. And supposed to be Ronald McDonald. The king and the clown. And then we saw. So we also see research uh, that just came out from Morning Consult and Advertising Week that said liberal and well-educated Americans are far more likely to stay or get away from companies political stance, right? So they'll stop buying you or they'll start buying you because of moves like this, whether it's a political stance or just one of these heartwarming moves, even though Burger King is telling people not to come buy from them because of the whole reason of it, people want to associate themselves with a
1: brand like Burger King. Sure. Burger King is historically gone outside the lines for marketing, whether it's pissing the competition or in this case, you know, propping up the competition. So, you know, it must be a lot more fun being in the marketing department of sort of number two or number three than it is number one because number one has to play it so safe that uh, yeah. that's got to be pretty boring compared to what the marketing folks at at Burger King and Wendy's and all the others get to do.
0: Yeah, but I don't agree because wouldn't you say Nike is the number one brand in sports apparel because they don't play it safe. I mean, it, 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 take a look at the, the whole Kaepernick thing, right? And they focus on really standing for something and they believe in something even
1: if that was Kaepernick taking a knee. So there's a difference between drawing outside the lines and taking risks. To me, Burger King takes risks and draws way outside the lines. I think Nike Nike would not do something corny or silly. Like put someone in a king's mask and creep creep on kids or something. <laughs> like I agree with you, like risk taking is every brand should be doing it. And this goes back to like yeah. Seth Godin, purple cow shit. Like and if you're not doing stuff to stand out, you're not gonna get noticed. And we're all really day trading on attention, right? Um now what's Fascinating to me with Nike and their campaign is that ultimately these are all commodities, right? Like cheeseburgers are more or less commodities. Tennis shoes are basically commodities. What Nike is able to do with its advertising Mm -hmm. is create a link between Nike and a mission statement. Or purpose. meaning something or purpose yeah. yeah and like yeah and that's something that i think is missed on adidas and under armor and all the competition like what they've been able to do is just fascinating and they're crushing it i mean in terms of oh, yeah. of, of bottom line growth etc i mean nike is crushing it because they're able to take a commodity like shoes and create Mm -hmm. a mission and purpose behind it. It's genius.
0: Quoting one of the articles, when you try to reach a new young consumer on their playing field and on their terms, it's no longer simply putting out a great product. You now have to be a company that can stand behind something because the consumer today is demanding that. So all of you bland, boring, we're going to just kind of take a a defensive posture kinds of brands. You're going to lose every time. And I remember critics giving Nike shit because of this and they stood behind it. And this to me embodies what a cult brand is. If you do not want to buy my product and you don't believe what I believe, that's that's fine. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to believe in what we believe. There you, there are other products out there, right? And they know that they have a segment who they want to stand for. That means something. And that really, I think, embodies cult
1: brand. Yeah, and it's something that we greatly miss in our industry. It's horrible. Very little of what's our purpose. I mean, we just talked about Nuvu, right? Like Nuvu yeah. is in a prime opportunity to build a brand as the anti-indeed.
0: Well, even beyond that, let's take a look at the actual talent acquisition side of the house and actual brands, right? So uh, the Ron Stodd employer brand survey, do employer reviews even matter, right? So 57% of job seekers, job candidates avoid companies with negative online reviews. Yet only 34% of HR managers say unflattering reviews actually matter. That's that's only a third of the population. The rest of the population is like, ah, that shit doesn't matter.
1: Brand doesn't matter. What the fuck? <laughs> to me, that's a whole lot of burying your head in the sand and hoping it goes away. Because employers who think that job seekers aren't going to sites to check out reviews and the real dirt and the the real nitty gritty on a company are just fooling themselves. How many people aren't even applying to your jobs because you have shitty reviews? Like Those people aren't even calculated in the equation, right? But that's a real thing.
0: This is our opportunity in talent acquisition to actually start to make the business case and educate the rest of business. Not that just losing top talent, but customers. As soon as you can tie that top talent to to actually the bottom line and how it's impacting the bottom line. Number one, we're not getting top talent because of this, right? And that's impacting the bottom line. Then taking it a step further to conversations, CEOs, CEOs, CFOs, what about the customer? How is it affecting the customer? Because those individuals that we're impacting could prospectively be influencers or customers. So we're not just screwing ourselves on the top talent side. Shit, it goes well beyond
1: that. People like working for companies that have purpose. And if yours doesn't, you're losing out. When you get up every day,
0: what gets you up out of that bed every day? Yeah, I've got to pay my mortgage. I totally get that. But that's not what inspires you to go do good work off
1: my high horse that's all right that's <laughs> all right let's uh let's breathe a little bit here from job edX x and uh we'll talk layoffs and deadpools
4: ouch nope nah not for me all these jobs look the same oh next this is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them face it we live in a world that is all about content 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 So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with JobAdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, JobAdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching building a connection and reducing candidate drop off you're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful informative employment branding videos that just sit on a youtube channel begging to be discovered why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing join us at jobadx.com that's join us at jobadx. dot com. Attract, engage, employ with Job X.
1: So we're going to end on a downer. Yeah. Well, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I was Trying to think about a ladder's purpose, and I, <laughs> I, I had a blank. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep on that one. I think
0: uh, their purpose is, is great clickbait.
1: <laughs> Great clips. I mean clickbait. Yes. Clickbait, yes. Yeah, so Monster was in the news this week. They're in the um, rumor mill
0: and the news and everything. Yeah,
1: rumor mill. So uh they're they're sort of unlikely uh they have an office here in Indianapolis where we are located. So yep. you tend to get a lot of the, the gossip pretty quickly, no fault of their own. But anyway, uh, we had an email come in from Indianapolis, the office saying, hey, we're restructuring. Uh, people are gone. And sure enough, uh, it looks like the VP of sales, uh, a regional manager, the regional manager and eight to 10 sales reps were laid off just here in Indianapolis. Uh, we reached out to Kate Rambo, PR at Monster. And basically, I won't read the whole statement, but blah, blah. We're committed to growth. We're committed to innovation. Sometimes we've got to make hard decisions. Uh, And this is a direct quote here. To accelerate our progress towards sustainable, profitable growth at Monster, uh, we have made the difficult decision to reduce a small percentage of our workforce across our global organization. These actions are part of a wider business uh, restructure and realizing efficiencies with our parent company, Ronstadt. We regret the impact this will have on our colleagues and their families, we plan do everything we can to support people affected while treating them with the utmost dignity and respect, including providing outplacement services to help ease the transition, uh, which was an email that said, go to Indeed.com, I think. I'm kidding about that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're about, according to LinkedIn, about 5,000 employees at Monster. So, you know, if it was just 5%, you know, that's 250 people. Uh, that's that's a lot of people affected. So, um, hard decisions being made, you know, to me, you know, they're talking about, you know, quote, we have made significant progress in transforming our technology, delivering innovative new products, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, name one outside of, uh, partnering with video, my job for video partnering. And that's not actually building a new product, right? You know, I challenge anyone to start rambling off the innovations at monster from the last year yeah. and good luck yeah
0: and and this is a call to monster right now if two guys like us can't outline your innovations and this is one of the things we do for a living that's on you you guys are fucking up you should be force-feeding this shit to us or it doesn't exist and i'm gonna go with the latter that shit doesn't exist this this is not foreign to a company like ronstad i mean they, they can shed 400 people fairly easy cuz they're a very large organization we also heard and and, and it's from my standpoint i know businesses are connected because the um, the CEO of Ronstad North America she's not just controlling Ronstad she is also to an extent controlling a monster. So I don't know if this is like a kind of like a top down restructuring, hey, we need to look at everything, which makes sense. I totally get it. But again, you know, you can't just throw fluff out there and hope that everybody, you know, believes you because we need to see what these great innovations are. We need to hear about one of these great innovations and we need data to be able to demonstrate that these in fact are, Great innovations.
1: Well, I assume Monster's going to be at HR Tech. I assume they're going to be uh, uh, rolling out some new shit. Yeah, and it's on them to make it, you know, remarkable enough that you and I want to talk about it, or at least customers start wanting to talk about it. You know, it's been roughly a year since uh, Scott Guts took over as mm-hmm. CEO, and they've they've had their people in um, executive positions. So I'm still waiting. Let's hope that HR Tech they announce some cool shit because the innovation is not there.
0: Any of these companies. and and this is really a challenge to these organizations Um, if we're talking about you and we're challenging you like this it's probably because you did something stupid or you haven't done what you said you were going to do but it's a challenge man we want to see you do well we want to see you pull yourself back out of that fucking hole you used to be on the goddamn mountaintop Uh, we would love to see the return the problem is we don't see your path to getting there all we see is a bunch of fluffy clouds and shit. Show us different, please.
1: That would be awesome. Remember it was Bobby Knight who said, if I'm not criticizing you, that's when you should start worrying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's much better to be a company in our crosshairs than a company that never gets talked about at all.
0: Exactly. And one, unfortunately that won't be talked about at all. Moving forward.
1: Uncommon. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you received an email. Kind, if you could go through that. Yeah, email I have real it in quick. front
1: of me, but it was it was essentially, um, I assume, sent out to a lot of CEOs at companies who were potentially uh-huh. uh, in a position to buy uh, the assets of Uncommon, uh, who full disclosure has been a long time uh, sponsor of ours, and we like those guys a lot. Oh yeah, they have some cool tech that's certainly um, going to yes. be favorable for an acquisition. Uh, to buy the bits and pieces. And we, we did hear at TA Tech that at least one of the businesses or pieces of the business is in the process of being um, acquired by someone. Whether or not that will be public, uh, we don't know. And yeah, they they were on a short runway. 18 months, they had $18 million. That
0: doesn't seem like a short runway. (laughs) Well, yeah,
1: well, it was was shorter than I guess they thought. Uh, But yeah, about 18 months, they went through 18 million. They're having a garage sale and calling it quits. So I suspect we will not see Teg or his other co-founder in the employment space ever again. Um, Good luck to them, whatever they do. Uh, Nice people, but uh, they're out. Let's make this very lesson worthy, right? These are
0: two individuals who came Into this space uh, with over a billion dollars in exits. Okay. Not dumb by any any thought or imagination, right? They're two incredibly smart guys. They had an incredibly smart team. When they came on Firing Squad, their focus was incredibly smart programmatic job distribution. They had great technology to be able to start uh, thinking about the, the the passive side. So they had the active with with the programmatic looking toward the passive, which was great because it's kind of like a two for one, right? the only problem was they stopped focusing on the programmatic and having like a one two punch and they just went to the to to the haymaker instead the hard part and this is for all startups especially startups who are not from this industry is that take a look at the recipe for acquisition and you know I, I'm, I'm sure they were looking to get acquired take a look at the recipe for acquisition it is incredible discipline in an area specific, right? And then focus on integrations. If you're going out there and you're trying to sell this single platform to a bunch of low-level recruiters or even hiring managers, that's going to be hard as fuck, right? What you need to do, and again, just my advice to you is focus on integrations into core platforms, if you don't put resources around that to ensure that you can get deep integration, then just don't fucking do it because it's all going to be fanfare and you're going to crash and burn. And that is sad. Nobody wants to see that shit.
1: Product sales partnerships
0: and repeat <laughs> and repeat and rinse and repeat. We out. We out.
3: Thank you for listening to what's it called? A podcast, the chat. the cheese